Welcome to Untaming Leadership. I'm Igina Jirazi. And I'm Sam Allen, and we are both leadership coaches and trainers with a passion for transformation. Our mission is to grow conscious and inspiring leaders and to dive deep into the very heart of leadership. Tune in for your bi-weekly fix of wisdom and inspiration from diverse experts in the field. Team ready? This morning on the podcast, we are super excited as we have a real true creative with us. Her name is Ivona Fluda, and she is the founder of Ministry of Creativity LLC, a Swiss-based enterprise with the mission to bring more creativity to the world through creative workshops, business approaches, and strategies. Oh my gosh, there is a lot there. Welcome, Ivona. Hi, everyone. Thank you for having me today with you. We're so happy to have you here. And um, we always love to kick off with a really big question. So <laughs> here it comes. We would love to know, what is your personal definition of leadership? It's a fantastic question. Thank you for this one. I actually had the chance to reflect on that in the last weeks. Um, and for me, leadership is very much related to ourselves. I, I would call it self-leadership. So how we lead ourselves personally, professionally, you know, how we lead our emotions, how we can navigate difficult times, um, all of that is self-leadership. And I'm on the way for myself to, let's say, master this part. I'm sure it's going to be a lifelong journey. Um, but I have been already um, observing different type of things that shifted in my life because I started this journey. So for me, understanding myself better, understanding my, uh, you know, not that nice parts, uh, my emotions, understanding um, the way how I looked uh, at the world, how I look at the people, how I solve problems. Um, and learning from that is a huge part, of course, of my journey. Um, and um, so that's just one part. But of course, leadership is something more than just taking care of myself or taking care of my self-leadership or leading myself. It's also with all of that going and facing the world. And it can have many beautiful aspects, but also many negative aspects. Facing the world with compassion, understanding and empathy, it's something very beautiful. And I have observed since I started that journey that the world is such a, so much nicer such a friendly place when you when you go out to the world with the understanding that everyone is here to do something, to achieve something, to fulfill his or her potential. And then when you have a chance, and I'm lucky enough to have the chance to guide people and lead people through the processes. So that's one part. But also leadership, what I understand under leadership is being visionary. And I am a crazy visionary. Uh, and I, I believe that um, with the big visions for me or the visions I have for my life are my North Stars and they really help me to navigate definitely through challenging times. And I know many people who are also visionary and have this, exactly the same approach because it's very easy to lose ourselves in the day-to-day -day work or challenges, but we also always with the visions that we have, we can then guide ourselves and then guide other people to achieve the visions at the end. 
That's so beautiful. And we are so also in line with what you just shared. It resonates so much with also our understanding of leadership. Like if we cannot be home with ourselves, then it's difficult to lead any other. And what I could hear from what you shared, it's a lot of learning. I had a lot of learning from, yeah, the personal journey and also leading others. So what would you say are your biggest learning throughout that journey? I mean, up until now, right? Of course, there is more to learn. <laughs> Absolutely. That's a lifelong journey. So one of the learning is definitely that is a decision to change, is a decision, personal decision to transform. So at some point in my life, I realized I just like physically hit the rock bottom and I realized I cannot continue this way. It's going to be very harmful for myself, for my body, for the world that if I will continue this way. So I decided to go through very crazy inner transformation and face all of the obstacles or all of the challenges, challenges I, I experienced so far. It was extremely transformative to the extent that, you know, my, I think my physical body just also changed, you know, I just became, a, you know, in, in a way, a very healthy person physically, because I just uh, cleaned up all of the bad patterns I had in the past. Um, so that's definitely one of the, one of the learnings. I made decision that I want to change and I did everything that I could, everything that I had in my powers to make this happen. Um, and yet, there are so many people who would never make that decision because it's a very difficult one. I observed that also in my, in my surroundings, for many people, just the idea of facing their past is kind of a very abstract concept. They just don't want to do it. Uh, and having, for me, for a very long time, I just, let's say, I, I fought against that or I tried to help them. I tried to guide them. I tried to show them the way because I see the huge potential of the people, right? I see how talented they are, how much more they can achieve, how much more they can contribute in this world. Uh, but then at some point, I, I just gave up for myself. I said, okay, it looks like, you know, some people are just not willing to, to take the, the, the opportunities to transform. How about I would just step back and do nothing for a while? And I did that. And I, and I think this, this way, I also uh, gave myself back the sanity, the sanity that I needed. And also understood, okay, that's a kind of, for, that's not the right approach. I just, the, the only way how I can support them is really to show compassion and empathy and to guide them when they are ready. So that's definitely some of the learnings. Um, the, the second main learning is all around, um, if you, you know, go through this very, very deep transformation, everything all around you shifts too. So it's not just like, you know, I'm having fun, I'm healthier, and I want to do more in this world. It's also people stop recognizing you, for example. People stop, or they see you differently because you changed so much. Um, and in my case, many relationships just fell apart because of that, because at some point we just couldn't keep up with uh, the, the energies between us. Um, and uh, fortunately or unfortunately, it's difficult to judge, but that's also a learning to say, thank you. I loved you for such a long time, um, but I see it's just not going to, to work out any longer. We just need to change things. So that's uh, definitely something that, that I underestimated. I didn't know. When I started my transformative journey, my inner leadership journey, that the results will, are going to be so profound that everything else is going to change too. So that's something, that's one of the learnings too. Um, the third one is we are extremely privileged. So I consider myself a, an extremely privileged person. 
so it's not any longer about just me me having fun me creating beautiful things but about all of the other people in the world that can also benefit from that and how i can transform the energy that i receive you know or the the, the help i receive or of the ideas I, I receive into something meaningful and tangible for other people and when i start to understand that that is at the end you know when you kind of cross the threshold it's not just about you or maybe it has been never just about you but it's also about other people and how you would like to contribute to this world and that's for me was kind of the the moment when i was thinking of how can i create a social enterprise how can i how can i run workshops creativity workshops that are going to be transformative for the individuals how can i make sure that everyone is safe in the space i'm creating and all of the other things right to that so i think that would be the lessons Wow, it's powerful to hear those lessons, I have to say. It feels like it started deep within you. And then as you speak to it, it's like it's expanded from that place outwards in your life, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, I really feel the impact of it in your share and in your energy. And I'm also like wondering, actually, on behalf of our listeners, perhaps too, you know, you were talking about this process you went through where you were letting go of old stuff, old stories. And, you know, I guess that's that whole question of how. You know, I'm sure there's many people listening, thinking, I'd love to do that, but they're still kind of lingering. <laughs> what was your mm. process like? What what took you there? Uh, so first of all, you know, as I mentioned, recognizing that there is a problem, or recognizing that I am my own problem and I need to do something with that. It's such a huge, um, and for me, it was such a huge relief, right? Because I was like, oh, it's kind of stupid to push the responsibility uh, to other people or to the circumstances, to the country I'm from, to my parents, to my siblings, whatever you can trust. It's very easy to pick on external things and blame them for your whatever unhappiness or for your um, inability to face things. And I feel like I, I don't want to leave that person any longer. I, I don't want to be that person any longer. I don't want to leave this type of character any longer when I when I, when it's just so easy to say okay that the reason why it's happening because something happened in my past like how ridiculous is that idea in general so when I realized that I was like okay I really made a decision okay I will do anything I was like I will do anything to heal through uh, from all of the things and and see where the journey will bring me so I basically I I, I was searching for help on many different levels related to um, uh, to um, to all of type of different medicines. I was put it this way to very conventional medicine through you know psychologists, but also to alternative uh, medicine approaches. And what helped me at the end were the alternative medicine approaches. And um, there are of course different type of methods. There are you know amazing people and coaches around this. So I found a coach here in Switzerland who basically guided me through the process of kind of revealing what are the issues and how can we transform them. Um, and that's how I started. But of course, each of us is different. So what, what I did, and I did that already for a very long time, I just tested different things. And I just felt like, okay, this one doesn't work. This one doesn't work. Okay, this one doesn't work either. How about I would, I would try something else? So I took it also as a very much as a creative process of learning experimenting and seeing what would be the outcomes out of that and at some point I just find, found someone who was willing to help me and help me right away um, and we continued our collaboration for for many months and here I am that's beautiful and it's the power of support and also finding the right people 
you know, to, to support us, mentors, coaches, uh, you know, like that core team that we need by our sides. That's beautiful. Absolutely. And you also said about the outcome right now. So I, I'm very curious about the impact that has had on you being a leader and also leading other people. Like what has the impact been of you working so much with yourself and having that yeah, self-leadership? Um, there are many, many aspects of that, but one of them is definitely, um, as I mentioned, you know, when I see someone, for example, not delivering or someone um, having or giving very bad comments or feedback or someone just being, I just see this person being very unhappy with himself or herself. I don't blame them for, um, for having a bad day. I'm just sitting there compassionately and listening and trying to understand what's actually really behind the the uh, behind the situation right so that definitely helped me to be more empathetic and kind of to give people the space also to be themselves and just to share whatever they want to share of course that's uh, uh that it doesn't always work this way people sometimes are just angry at some because of whatever or uh they would uh, of course they would they wouldn't tell me oh, i'm so angry at you because something they would say uh they would for example uh send me a very like very personal comment or a comment that really touches my personal stuff, right? Uh, and that's where I realized, yeah, it's a little bit, yeah, it's awkward, but I'm here with you. I know that you suffer and, uh, you know, I forgive you. Whatever you're going through, let me know, right? Mm -hmm. So I think this uh, this type of understanding of, I really just, I'm trying to step back and just observe the situation without jumping into reaction mode and saying, oh, you know, we are so bad. Why did you just say that and stuff? I'm just like, no, no, actually, each of us faces difficult challenges in our lifetimes. And very often the reaction, the actions people are taking is not because they're bad people. Most of the time people are just good people, but it's because they're facing something difficult and because they cannot maybe address the topics. So that's definitely one, one thing they learned. Um, the second thing was, um, but this is more like being, uh, you know, in the public domain, as a business owner, but also public speaker, um, it's like I, I didn't know that, and I didn't know that the impact is going to be so profound, to be honest. But it was, I just um, started to be recognized. And um, there are many good things around this, and many kind of shadowy things around this. Um, the good things is, of course, creating the platform that can, can help me to, to uh, develop further my business ideas and have you know, to have more impact in the world, that's very beautiful because, of course, I need this type of audiences. I need people to to understand what I'm doing and to help me out. Um, but the shadowy part of this is that very often people, I you know, it's just, it's, for me, it's just funny at the moment, but some people will just pick up on you, not on your, on anything, basically. And it can be, and I'm not sure if that's related also to the fact that I'm physically a woman. <laughs> But also maybe to, again, that's probably more related to their insecurities or, you know, them not solving their problems. But what I observed, you know, people would pick up on my personal decisions, you know, decisions related to my lifetime, a lifestyle or decisions related to my business um, ideas or businesses in general or whatever, right? And I'm like, why do we do it? You know, why is it happening actually that instead of, creating for us especially female entrepreneurs instead of creating for us space like safe space to to really co-create things to enable everyone to be heard 
uh, you know, we are getting, or I am getting sometimes just comments that are deeply inappropriate. And if not for me being just, you know, self-conscious and very compassionate, I know that my older self would just fight against that and would just be very, you know, unhappy. But these days, you know, that's the, one of the answers that I mentioned before, is just showing the compassion towards people who maybe don't have that yet. I mm, love that share and I love everything you're mentioning around compassion and also self-compassion and it's reminding me a little bit of the work of Kristin Neff um, and um, you know how important it is to come from that place of heart when we approach mm. ourselves and others um, really comes through strongly in your share and um, I'm also curious Ivana around growth now you know it feels like you've been on such a journey and you've come such a long way where do you see your growth next for yourself as a leader <laughs> there's always the next step right i i love that you ask about this um so there are many aspects of that um so professionally i will definitely continue developing the businesses and the ideas and the methods that i have been developing over the last years and many of them are of course related to creativity creative leadership and different creative platforms whatever i'm doing so that's for me part of the leadership to continue working on things I'm very passionate about and I'm very visionary about. Because for me, creativity is one of the definitely future skills and not, not to say like that's the skills that we should have these days too, that the deep skills around uh, solving problems, for example, or reimagining the, the today's world into something better and working towards that. And that's for me definitely one of the kind of leadership missions that I have. Um, but the other the other thing is I will I would love to work with bigger teams. I would love to bring all of that, you know, to bigger as a maybe of course to bigger teams in different corporate corporate context, context for example, which I started to do. But also I would love to create bigger team for myself, mm -hmm. you know, as an organization, kind of growing organization to the extent that I know. And it actually was just very beautifully revealed this year when I got COVID and I just couldn't work for weeks on end. And there was like no one I could just give my task to and say, look, this needs to be done by yesterday because otherwise I'm in trouble. It was this beautiful realization of, and definitely COVID was like, like completely changed my life perspective. But again, this beautiful realization that I would love to create a team where we can support each other as human beings on the journey to create something in the business world or in the world in general. So that will be definitely the next step, the next step for me to ensure that uh, I create this type of space and community of practice and core team to work towards um, all of the visions that I have on my table these days. Um, but one of the, for me, you know, personally, as long as I'm going to live, an authentic life, very much compassionate towards myself and other people and working on things that I love and, every, you know, and ensuring that everything what I do, what I think about, what I feel is connected and aligned. I think that's the most leadership I can bring to myself and to the world, really. And that's what definitely I will continue doing in the next years. Amazing. And what I hear from your share, besides what Sam mentioned, compassion, empathy, authenticity, integrity, uh, creativity seems to be at the core as well. Yes. And I'm curious, how do you access your creativity? And how does it also, uh, how is it channeled out as well? 
Oh, that's a wonderful, uh, wonderful question. You know, I believe everyone is intrinsically extremely creative, but we just don't have the access to that. It's a very, very great question about the access to that. So they do, of course, different type of things to access my creativity. Well, I'm creative probably most of the times, but very often I just don't recognize it because it became such a habit to me that I'm just creative and I just do stuff and I just really, I, I can forget the whole world because I'm just, you know, sitting there and being creative. Uh, how I access that maybe on the deeper level. So I practice lots of compassionate, uh, compassionate things. For example, I practice every day I meditate, and there is no discussion around if I have time, if I no, no have, if I don't have time, if I'm busy or not busy. I just need to sit down every day in the morning and in the evening and meditate and just calm down, down my mind, because it helps me really uh, to to tap into into the inner creativity. Um, but other things like um, communing with nature, uh, with nature. So I really love to spend time in nature. I love to go to the forest very nearby, spend there like three, four hours and just kind of sinking into the nature and realizing all over again that I'm actually a part of the nature. I'm not disconnected at all. I'm the tree here and I can be also the flower here and I can be also the stone. Like having this understanding that I'm a part of a bigger picture definitely helps me out uh, to, to bring more creativity to the world. But more specifically on the kind of technical level, if you wish, I use a lot of creative methods. So one of my favorite, favorite creative methods that I'm using is, uh, well, that's something that I just discovered by accident. I, at some point, you know, I faced some, some challenges in my business and I just wrote down on the, on the piece of paper the challenge I faced and I put it on the wall before I went to sleep. And then in the morning, I woke up and I had all of the answers. And I was like, huh, that's really cool. I continued this way. And I know it works for many other people because I was just like, what's this one? You know, that's really interesting. So I started to, to practice that all over again, right? So, and it didn't have to be like any bigger challenge. It, had been, it could have been anything. And for example, any simplest question, I know I need to write this article and I have absolutely no idea tomorrow is the deadline. So I wrote down the, the title of the article I wanted to write and I wrote the article and, and I put it on the on the wall before I went to sleep. And imagine the next day in the morning, you know, I'm under the shower and the, the whole article is just going for me. And then I, you know, jump out, out of the shower and then write down everything 30 minutes. I send this, they love that and it's going to be published and it was published. <laughs> so that's one of the very kind of tangible tools that I'm using. I don't know how it works. For other people, really, I know two other people who use the, this method too, and it works perfectly well for them. But again, we are all different, so different people uh, use different methods, and different methods work work for them. But one of my uh, favorite tools again is uh, the so-called uh, mindstorming. I just sit down and write all of the ideas that I have in my mind, and there is this magic happening when you write things down. You know, kind of physically different parts of your body are working. But also I call it like outsourcing everything on the piece of paper. And we know, you know, a piece of paper doesn't charge, doesn't charge, right? So which means whatever I write is there and it's forgotten and that's it. I don't need to keep keep it in my mind. I don't need to trash my mind with this type of things when I choose, for example, face some challenges. But also on the quite opposite side, you know, with, with positive ideas is exactly the same. You know, I outsource this on the piece of the paper. And that's they're there for the time when I'm ready to pick up on them again and work on them, for example. 
so inspiring to hear you, but not only to hear you, but to watch you. Because as soon as Christina asked you that amazing question, it was like something just, Completely. you know, exploded with creativity. You made up. You moving, your eyes lit up, you were smiling. It was like so, so amazing to watch you. I mean, I can relate on so many levels, Ivana, but I want you to know that the impact of you when you speak to that is like colossal. Thank you. As you can see, I cannot even fake that, right? I could give you probably a lecture or on, I don't know, a nuclear power, power plant, but it would probably to be extremely boring. But once I talk about creativity and the impact it, it has or it has have on, uh, had on my life, it's just incredible. You know, I cannot kind of deny it any longer. I cannot just sit here and say like, no, no, it doesn't. It's just so untangible or intangible. I just could should we cover that even but it is very very tangible and, and it has had an enormous impact on my life of course also on the outer world because at some point again people started to recognize me as a person in this field and started to ask me questions started to ask me about the tools you know that's the way also I got clients that's the way I started getting lots of public speaking engagements or you know engagements to run different creativity workshops it's just incredible What's, what can happen within just a few years when you make make just one decision as I made you know a, f a few years ago just to go for something that is just mm. such a it's just so blurry you just don't know where to start yeah and you then, allowed it right exactly and but once you start it it's just step by step and and every day is just like magic every day something happens every day uh, every, every day is just different um, and just to make it clear because that's something that I hear sometimes uh, that I'm just too enthusiastic about this. Of course, it has all of the pitfalls too, right? It's not that, you know, I'm just uh, running around on the clouds and just having a wonderful time all the time. Of course, there are many, many challenges right to that, but, you know, that may be for a different story. <laughs> you can't disguise that joy, woman. We see you. We see you there, and it's just, like, oozing out of your pores. And I'm also drawn to the... the um the hot air balloons in the picture behind you which we spoke about you know in the beginning of the call there's something about you in that energy that is bright like the photo that I see it's uplifting and it's expansive and you are so infectious in that place thank you thank you thank you for the feedback and I know that that's the thing I'm aware of that it's very beautiful because I would love to spread that energy I would love to spread that you know creative energy and the love and com uh, and the compassionate energy and whatever uh, and again, uh, and actually that's something so interesting because I just discussed it with my mom uh, recently. And uh, just to give you an understanding, for many years I had like no connections to my mom, but since my transformation, our relationship just changed so much that we, we have this deep, deep, deep conversations on so many different topics. And I also mentioned that to her, you know, that I have been facing some, you know, some challenges recently, but that's mostly from the people that I really love and I didn't expect them to pick on me for example on my personal decisions and my mom she was so wonderful she said like well tell me Ivona what did you expect <laughs> because you know she, she said like you are sharing all of that and of course people cannot re cannot relate to that of course you you are you know you're just different than most of the people that you are surrounded by and of course it will bring also hatred and um, misunderstandings and everything. And I just, you know, you just need to go for that as for any challenge that you have been facing so far, you know, with compassion and love and just, just showing them, look, 
I also have my own rights here to be on this planet and do the work that I want to uh, bring forward. Um, but you know, that's just kind of realizations. And what I also learned from my mom recently on this particular, more on life topics and uh, on and leadership topics were like, was like, but that's also just a phase, right? It's not that it's going to be all the time this way. It's not, you know, that we, um, uh, or, you know, to quote someone, this too shall pass. It's just a part of our life, part of the experience, but it doesn't define us. It's, it's just, you know, part of the journey and that's it. I love that quote too. It's like um, a motto in a way yes. of life. Yes. It's like this too shall pass, good and bad. Right. Exactly, because it's very it's very easy, I think, to feel trapped in the certain situations, especially when you see also very challenging situations happening or, or experience very challenging situations when you know when you don't know for why where is the way out, right? Where you don't know how to actually deal with that. Um, but then having this realization, wait, wait a second, I'm going to be here on this planet for the next fifty years at the at the at least, right? That's nothing. That's kind of in the spectrum of life, in the in the perspective of life. It's just one of the decisions or one of the situations that I'm not going to remember, you know, next year, probably. Amazing. So what other, because um, you have had so many nuggets of wisdom shared with us and thank you for that. Uh, so what other tips would you give or advice would you give to anyone who's actually starting the journey of self-leadership? Focus on yourself. There is just so much noise. And I also observed that there's just so not much noise around the leadership, self-leadership. There's there well, of course, the, the the life and the world is abundant, and I'm very happy that we have access, especially in our part of the world, we have access to all of the knowledge and papers and books and everything, and that's good and it's great to tap into them when we are ready and we want to kind of receive the knowledge. But very often, that also does the noise, and kind of for me, what I realized, because I just love books, you know, for years I just was reading and really reading but at some point I was like is that really me does it really belong to my life is that something that you know is just in the books and tries to kind of penetrate my life but I really I, I just not connected to these things at all and there are many um, circumstances or many you know situations for like yeah this book this book is just super nice but I can not relate to that at all like zero that's not mine and I think that's, you know, books, but also people you're surrounded by. Everyone always knows better what is better for you. And that's, unfortunate, that's fortunately or unfortunately not true. Or in most of the cases, it's not, not the truth. Um, what You know exactly what is good for you. You know it inside of yourself. You just need to sit down, quiet your mind and just listen or just do nothing for a while. Because it's very it's very easy to tap into others people's perspective and opinions but i can tell you if i would have done that probably i know i would be definitely in a different place in my life but definitely not in this great place where i am at the moment so i think silence silencing the noise from the outside world and it doesn't matter if that's media family friends circumstances books it's just super important because it allows us also to tap into our you know inner knowledge and perspective um, and also what comes with that and i think it's even more important it's taking the full responsibility for your decisions because at the end you cannot then blame your mother for telling you to do something or your your family members or your friends you're then taking the full responsibility and if something fucks up pardon my friend that's your responsibility 
Wow. <laughs> As you share that, I'm sat here and I have to say it's taking me back to myself. <laughs> it's making me think of some of the visions that I'm having and some of the dreams that I'm having for myself and my life. And it's just giving me this great big reminder to take the time with it, to go within, to pull in, you know, to to be with me. Um, mm. So thank you so much, because um, I feel like this is kind of like a mini coaching session as well. <laughs> back the other way, you know, um, really, really um, profound what you're sharing there and such a great reminder. Yeah, it has been such a joy. And again, thank you very much for, for sharing all your wisdom, all your stories, and, and also your experience with your journey. It's really been relieving. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, ladies. Thank you for listening to this episode of Untaming Leadership. Are you a leader keen to share your take on leadership? Want to offer your organization the chance to participate in one of our experiential conscious leadership programs? We would love to hear from you. 